Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, I'm Jessie Ware. I'm Lenny, Jessie's mum. And this is table. <laughs> Why is it? I don't know because it's very formal. And this is table manners. So I had the actually my friend had the idea that I should do a podcast. This was years ago. He said you're so nosy that you should do a podcast. And I thought I racked my brains about what we should do and what should be original. And what kept on coming back to me was dinner at my mum's and the fact that whenever I have a new friend or somebody I care about they get invited to my mum's my mum has to do the cooking I show off her cooking she shows off her brilliant hostess with the mostest skills and we talk for hours and then they're friends with my mum and then they end up going to the theatre with my mum or going out for dinner on their own with my mother that's just how it works so food has always been a big deal in my family we've always eaten around the dinner table we've had fights there we've made up there It's always important. So I thought I'd rope my mother into this podcast, get her to basically cook the dinner every week and invite invite a guest over to either my house or my mum's house and talk about food and family and loads of other things and the conversation can go wherever it fancies. Um, But it basically reminds me of growing up in my mum's house and having the best conversations around a dinner table. This week we have the pop star that is Will Young and Chris Sweeney, the filmmaker who has directed um, two of my music videos, uh, Nightlight and Champagne Kisses. He's also um, done amazing music videos for lots of other people like Foles and Paloma Faith and Will Young and I think that's how they met each other in fact. Um, And he's also a really, really good friend of the family. We met on an island in Greece called Skopelos, which we both got married in. Um, Chris married his wonderful husband, Will, and um, and I married Sam. And we've been going there and meeting each other ever since, for, well, how, how many years has I it been? I think it's at least 24 years you've known Chris. He's a dear, dear friend yeah, of the family. So, and he did nearly take your eye out. He did, in the swimming pool. Yes. It was very interesting. <laughs> they were really playing rough in the swimming pool, 
and underwater, um, where uh, Chris managed to elbow you in the eye. Yeah. You came out. We had to go to the health centre because you couldn't open your eye. The health centre put a <laughs> sticking plaster on your eye and said you had a trauma. You thought they told you you got a tumour yeah. and <laughs> cried from one eye. As we made our three-hour journey to Volos for it to be seen by a doctor with a, a fag in his mouth. Yeah. Who took the plaster off and said, you're fine, go home. But we're still friends and we love Chris and we are so excited to chat to Will and Chris about their amazing podcast called Homo Sapiens that keeps on taking the world by storm. Mum, what are you cooking tonight? Um, I've done brisket cooked in Coca-Cola, a red coleslaw. Well, I did the red coleslaw. Yeah, yeah, I decided we were having it. Yeah, you did. And I've done potato kugel. It's like a big rosti in a cake. Basically, the, the format is supposed to be that the guest says what they quite like to eat and my mum, being such a good chef, I'm not. can do that. But basically, mum has thrown that format in the bin and um, little did I know that you were secretly texting him and you said, he wants Friday night dinner, that's it. Come in from the cult. Hello, Ridley. Yeah. This bell has been broken for 10 years then. What? Sorry, I'm fucking starving as well. We're starving. He is coming. He said What's the, like, etiquette of starting without yeah. one? Um, oh, oh speaker the devil in. and... Sister, you're on loudspeaker. I'm here. Davina. <laughs> <laughs> We're starving! Big Brother House, this is Davina. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of the podcast. And, um... L'chaim. Welcome and l'chaim. 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 I feel like I need to basically explain. It's a pleasure that now I get to have, we get to have Will in our house, but... We have loved you. We have loved you for forever. We, we, we I cried, cried when you won, won the title. <laughs> I fist pumped and I cried. We loved it so much. And, I reco- and all your songs that I found, I recorded and I made a little CD and gave it to my best friend, Alex. <laughs> we were obsessed with we you. To the point that my mother made me audition for the next pop idol <laughs> because she thought I was in for a chance because white middle class could make it happen and we loved you so much that I had to go on when I was sitting like A-levels. A-levels. I remember but this. God, well, I didn't get past the producers. I don't know what it was like. No. Yeah, I sung, I sung, Just um, it. until you come back to me, but like the Hill that's Street. That's what I sang. Oh, for God's that sake. That was my first, that's what Hill I Street sang. Soul version I did. The one that was in like I did the like the arena one. Until you yes, come yes. back. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's so weird. Oh, they were like, been there, done that. I sang that to the producers I and that. I almost didn't get through. The person who is my friend now, it was because you had people don't know that, do they? But you no. get like three rounds yeah. with like you don't see Simon Cowell. Oh, five no, rounds, you get like the runner, the person making the tea. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> they'll get through, and then you get to the producer. So on the first round, I sang until you come back to me, and she was literally lifting up Claire Howe, um, our name in Shane, and uh, <laughs> she was around the corner, and she was about to say no, until I went to. And, and then she's like, out. oh, okay. Well, yeah, they, they certainly said no to me. Can we, uh, can we bring it back to food for a second? Yeah. So this is brisket cooked in Coca-Cola. And this is a potato kugel. Mum, what's a potato kugel? It's like, uh, like a big rosti. Oh, it looks really good. It's basically good. real, like, comfort food. Yeah. It's, it's a kind of, it's a Jewish meal. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Feed a cold, starve a fever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Have you got a cold yeah, or a fever? I was saying. <laughs> I don't think I've got a fever because if I had a fever, I wouldn't be hungry, would I? Can I ask you? Well, I kind of know this already with Chris, but like your family are a foodie family. This is your true. mother probably your is mother one of the best cooks in the world. Cook That's not true, Lenny. That That's is blasphemous. true, darling. Maybe you should get her in for the pastry. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. But yeah. Miss <laughs> the, the incredible Anne Sweeney, like your, can you tell me what it was like in your house with food and? We, um, so when, so my mum loves cooking. Mm. But, but she worked, didn't she, when she worked. Young, yeah. yeah, yeah, she always worked. But she, growing up, we had a lot of m mince with carrots and peas chopped in. She'll hate me for saying this. <laughs> we did, Lenny, it wasn't... But that was, was okay, wasn't it? No, 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 like but that was like a stage... Deconstructed shepherd's pie. Yeah, and, she, and that was like quick and easy and quite cheap to feed children. Yeah. But we love teasing her that she fed us Findus crispy pancakes all the time. So, so when I remember, we used to have them occasionally, but we'll be like, God, yeah, another frozen dinner. I remember those days, just to wind <laughs> her up. And then she'll do this thing where we'll do this thing. We would, when we were growing up, do you remember when the BSE mad yes. cow disease yes. crisis that happened? And everyone started cooking minced turkey. Yeah, and, I, and we used to sit in the car being like, God, it's just such a shame that we're going to die now because you fed us so many Fender's crispy pancakes <laughs> growing up. She'd be like, I did not. It was on an odd occasion when I'd been working late. We were like, just all the time, you know, mum. It's just so... Because she's such a, like, mother provider. It is really easy to she wind her up. the best cook. And this other thing I remember about being little with <laughs> kids is if my sister had a friend round for dinner, um, when mum would, like, really kindly cook us a meal, and it would be an amazing meal, and then she'd put it on the table, and I'd just turn to my sister's friend and go, I'm so sorry, it's all we can afford. Oh, God, as a joke! Yes. Yes. You're such a Too annoy her. <laughs> It was so much fun. She's like, Christopher, stop it. That is not the case. But your mum's such a good cook. She is what do you think is her best dish? Fighting talk. Um, <laughs> well, I like Marbella chicken, but I think you taught her that. I feel like we may have that yeah. on the podcast. No, yeah. she taught you, Mum. She taught me. She taught oh, you. Oh, I thought so. No. Yeah. Marbella chicken I love, which is olives. It's the best. Uh, what is it? Olives, sherry, um, chicken, uh, bay leaves. Is it dates or prunes, apricots? I nearly did fast chicken for you tonight. Oh, which one's that? The one I love? Delia. What's it got With the it? rice and the chorizo. Oh, and yeah, you yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. And the oranges. The one. Yeah, that's the one I love. Yeah, Yeah, you like that. You didn't get that. Sorry. No, I'll I didn't. do it again. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, I your family were a foodie family. Well, were, it's like, it was like you, wholesome you cook, food, we, right? But I've always cooked every night for, yes. for you. And even when just Alex is here, I always think we have a proper meal. Yeah, because... I never you, have takeaway things. But I remember, so your house was always, growing up, your house was always an amazing food house. And it felt very similar to mine because mm. there was yeah, always so nice exactly food. Yeah, it's exactly the same. But more, your house was always way more adventurous. This house always had amazing... So. Yeah, it was like... You, you were Ottolenghi before Ottolenghi. <gasps> you were. It was spices and oh things, God. yeah, and pomegranate, etc. He got all his <laughs> from you. <laughs> no, no, mum was more no. like tra traditional, but that there's nothing wrong with that. Will, what's I, because obviously I feel like I know you and I've known you forever, but with your family. That's because I found you in my cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> so I found you in my larder. <laughs> Um, can I ask you how growing up with food and your family, foodie family, like what's your earliest childhood food memory? So Annabelle Young is a very good cook. 
Who is Annabelle um, Young? She's my mum. Oh, Annabelle mm. Young. She sounds like a shrimp with that name. A rest- I thought I'd never heard Julie. of her. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was a shrimp. Annabelle Mary Jane Young. <laughs> you, so may have come across- you know Annabelle Young. You, you come across her on the Archers. Um, <laughs> on the Archers forums. Um, is she, she a fantastic cook? She, I think she's a fantastic cook. She, so she had quite traditional parents, and that would be like, we send you off to finishing school. So, so she can do all the French yeah, pastry? Yeah, but she was like a complete rebel. Oh. I mean, I won't go into details, because I don't know if you could include it. But like, she is... <laughs> still a bit of red tape. But she still there. went off, which is so interesting. So, so they sent her off at like 16, 17. And so she went to Paris, and then she went down to... Like did Cordon Bleu, like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's what so you she's do got, in So she's got days. all her old... So you could get a all, good husband. She's got all the old... Oh, she failed there. Um, <laughs> no, I love my dad. No. Um, she's got all her old recipe books. Yeah. So, oh, like fantastic. creme brulee. So, anyway, but so my memories are chocolate mousse, that's her thing. So, oh. if we had big Sunday lunches, we'd, we'd have like Sunday lunch, and then if people were coming, then it would always be uh, pom, uh, what's it called? Tart, tart to pom. Okay. Tartar pom and chocolate mousse. And then that would be a special, it would be like, oh, she's making, mummy's making tartar pom and chocolate mousse. <laughs> you know? And she's really good at doing like big, big spreads and big salads. And then as she went through her phases, because she's a bit like a teenage girl who's just constantly in one cycle of being a teenager. Um, <laughs> and so she became vegetarian, so then it was like, we eat vegetarian. How um, long did she, when did she become a vegetarian? How old that was one of her phases. Okay. I think we were. My kind of girl. I think we were tw- we were twelve. Yeah, we were twelve, and so then she started cooking brilliant vegetarian. Yeah, she really makes an effort. And she I, still I, make an effort. Yeah, yeah. She, I, I, I think I really appreciated it. I know my dad really appreciates it. Mm. Um, now she's vegetarian again. Okay. Um, yeah, because of that, because of that thing. Simon, oh, Simon yeah. Ansel's got a lot mm. to answer for. Oh, yeah. really? and, um, and sort of other, there's been quite a few mm. programs, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. But she does make a real effort to, and I think it's definitely as a family, um, I think it was really important yeah. for us to have like good food and Do good you meals. Go home a, lot, Will? a fair amount, yeah. And I love it, particularly Sunday. We'll always have Sunday lunch. Yeah, I love so Sunday th- And that's like, even if it's just the two of them and I'm popping by for going past, you know, to go somewhere else, they'll still have a roast. Oh. But we would have fin- Finder's crispy pancakes. Yeah. And we were allowed McDonald's very, like, once a year, but we weren't allowed to have McDonald's in the McDonald's. We had to take it back. Packed home! Knife and fork. What's that about? That's really cool. It's really nice cold. She yeah, just didn't, I think that's like a thing. Yeah. But she, she told me a story, I remember, my grandmother, who is a good cook, um, she would really embarrass my mum because they'd go for holidays in the Isle of Wight and they'd go to have fish and chips and then she'd ask for oil and vinegar in the cafe and she, then she'd try and she'd mix and try and make salad dressing oh, for the one piece of lettuce that you oh, get. My mum was like, this is the most embarrassing thing <laughs> ever. Wow. But, you know, it was, yeah, I think food's actually probably been more, I'm not a massive foodie. Are you not? So no. You do you so what do you eat? Do you but cook? weirdly, I did the stuff that I do cook are all things that my mum would cook, and they just sort of get into me by osmosis. I think. What's your best dish that you can cook? I'm very good with a roast. Oh we yeah. Had so well, many what's roasts. your trick? Because I just shove it all in one dish. Cut like always. Um, continue to like baste the chicken mm-hmm. constantly, constantly, constantly. Do you use butter or oil? Butter. 
Yeah, yeah butter and thyme. Jamie Oliver, <laughs> rub it in with salt. Under the skin. Mm. Yeah. Under the skin. Yeah. And then potatoes, I'm still can't, I can't, can't quite do the get bloody. There. I can. Goose yeah. fat potatoes. Oh, you bash them though, don't bash you? Yes, them bash them. And I love courgette puree, that's my favourite. But also they oh, grow, my dad's... Courgette puree? Yeah, my, because my dad's, this is the other thing, he, I guess he, he, he loves vegetable. his vegetable garden. Always oh, he lives has. in the country, right? So it's like fresh vegetables. That's so good. I mean, he's constantly, you know, you sure I don't want some courgettes, darling? I've got loads. I'm like, no, I'm fine. You gave me about <laughs> 12 pounds yesterday. <laughs> you know, um, so I think like, we do get like feast or famine from the garden because once things grow, you have to bloody. Did but you? they're very country like that. Like they I do kind of like. Yeah, I love it Seasonal. as well. Yeah, so I really do like they, that. Whereabouts do they live in? We're um, outside Hungerford in Berkshire. Okay, Berkshire. Yeah. And where did you go to university? Exeter. So did you come home at weekends? No, no, no. But then I think I'd been to boarding school for for ten Actually. years. Yeah. So going away wasn't really much of a. Did you go what? with your brother? Mm. What was the food like in boarding school? Awful. Really. Absolutely awful. Like, and, it, and my, my prep school was like really damaging place. You know, it gave me PTSD. It was, it was horrific, really abusive. And the food was awful. And we used to get three boiled sweets on a Wednesday and a Saturday. Did you tell your mum and dad? Mm. Yeah, I don't think we, I just think it wasn't, it wasn't the, the underlining thing. I mean, they, they know now and they're furious. I mean, my mum, like if she sees one of the teachers, she has to like stop herself from killing him. You know, and uh, I kind of think it'd be quite fun. I might just go for it, Annabelle, um, <laughs> in, the, in the car park at Waitrose. You know, it's only you can represent her. She'll get off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did, did they? Did they? Did you go to We thought it was a great thing. Your dad had gone, and that yes. was the the way. We went because they both gone, but they didn't have much money, so it was a real struggle. Yeah, and they you thought know, they were they doing their they very doing, best for you. Yeah, because they they'd had it, and actually, I think my mum had loved school because. I don't know if my grandmother was um, her, she was an only, pretty much an only child. Her siblings were like in their 40s, you know. So my grandmother went to boarding school from four. Bloody hell. Oh my God. Four. And she never saw, you know, so she didn't really grow up in a family. So she didn't really know how to be with kid, her own kids. So mm. my mum was like boarding school. But it's, Loved it. it's kind yeah. of odd, odd now to think that next door neighbours have just sent their eight-year-old to boarding oh, school. Oh, I couldn't handle it. Honestly, I think... And I said, he said, oh, the, he's going to boarding school. I said, he hadn't told me. He said, we were too frightened. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was kind of shocked. Yeah, eight-year-old child. Oh, it's so young. Yeah. It's so young. I hope that people see things differently now. Mm, I would find yeah. it very difficult to be friends with the someone if they sent their kids Is away. sort of international really? kids? Yeah, I would. Dad wants to send you away, darling. I stayed. <laughs> he Look at me now. He definitely yeah. wanted Anna away. Well, we did, all did, Mum. <laughs> a lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hosting dinner parties. Still. Yeah, you are, and I it's like it. Very good. The, the chicken, chicken pie is good. really works, darling. But the thing is, talking. But will gets everyone pissed. Yeah, he does. He. he your husband. We have to differentiate. Um, Chris has a husband called Will. Yeah. And we went to the same school. Oh, did you? Yeah. 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 What secondary? Boy, no, prep school. Yeah. I we remember. Was he there from? When they yeah. when they met, and Chris and I'll call him William. Matt, yeah. I remember, when I say to you, yeah, I remember yeah. his family so clearly. They were one of the sort of families that really stood out to me because they were kind of normal. Yeah. And there were lots of families that weren't normal. Kind of. Um, <laughs> you must be the only person at prep school he didn't try and get it on with. He was having a <laughs> away all the time. Or maybe more boarding school. William was when did, gangbusters. When did, oh. when did William come out? It happened to me. I think he, when he was like 24, 25. Did you know? When did you know? I think... When you I mean, kind of left the home, when you went to uni, was that like that's when Alex, I my brother, came out. He left, <laughs> came out to my mum before he went to university. Really? I thought it was the night you dropped him off at Bristol. No, the night before, it. and then um, he just said, because I had thought maybe he was gay, and mm. I said to him, um, "Are you gay?" And he says, "I know you're a big fat liberal mum, but I'm not." But I think he hadn't, <laughs> he didn't know what he, no, he you hadn't known. No, because he into it. You, yeah. yeah, and then he did come out, and then I said, are you sure? So mm. I'm as sure as I can be, Mum. Because I, I didn't got, know what else to say. He got bullied, and it was this thing, you're gay. And so yes. he had to defend this thing that he didn't, you, and then what, you feel ashamed of it. It's just awful. You've, you've, from a young age. Yeah, his school was awful yeah, to yeah, him. It was a really bad so Kids, they were like, you're gay, why don't you come out? And it was like this... Like every day, like it was just awful, and he he felt like he had to deny it maybe because he didn't know maybe then, or yeah. and it became a dirty word. It was like the wrong thing to be, so therefore you go, no, I'm not. It's awful, yeah. and then you get people, you know, you still get people now saying things like that shouldn't be coming into the school, you know, the playground. Hang on, that's the place where you can sort those things out. I know. Well, he can't be here to talk about it, but do you think that affected him? We can dial him in. <laughs> I can Hello, get you on FaceTime. Um, I don't know what, I mean, I have to say that when he told me, I took me a long time to get to grips. Mm. And that's really strange for me because... No, it's important to be honest. I think yeah. you were protective of him and you knew it was going to be a, t- a bit of a harder life. I it harder maybe. for him. Mm. And, but I just couldn't, I had to get my head around it. It took me a long time. And actually I spoke to your mum and she said, the same thing. Yeah, that yeah. it was okay. We both felt it was okay, but mm. it, you have to get your head around it. What is it? What what is so interesting? What because my parents were very. I mean, they're very liberal. Yeah. I mean, they're mental. Um, you know, they're but into erotic they art. They they're into yeah. I was, I was disappointed. I thought they'd just be like completely fine, but they were very I protective. Was fine. And yeah, I just thought I just want him to have. He's the best uncle, really, yeah, you incredible. could ever imagine. Mm. And he should have children. Mm. And it won't be as easy. Mm. I mean, he can. Yes, was course. that then, was there, were things like that then? Yeah, those were the things so that like worried me. Yeah, it's like kids and old... Yeah, and also, um, 
Yeah. Well, would he get? Is there, is there still things like hangover from HIV and is that a no, concern? No, 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 I wasn't no. worried about that at all. But did you feel that you he had had a secret and he hadn't been able to share it with you? No, I didn't worry about that, that no. um, because I felt it was him having, that's his private thoughts coming to, I think I was quite worried about what Dad might say and say it was my fault. Right. And actually he was absolutely brilliant, he was fine. <laughs> Will, are you back in cabaret? Yes. When's it getting announced? Louise! It. Yeah. Is she a fab dancer? She's like... Well, yeah, she is. She's kind of fab all round. Do you love her? She's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, she's got... So pretty, she doesn't look her age. No, she's really good. She's like, she's worked so hard as well. Like, I mean, she has worked. Can she? Oh, of course, she can off. sing, can't she? She can sing the. Sh I mean, she can't yeah. sing like you, but she sings the. She sh sings the light it. of my life. One of the best songs ever. Light of my life. Is that? Did it was her solo material. Did she have was a solo career? Eternal? Yeah, babe. She left Eternal before everyone. Eternal. Who did Naked? Was that Louise? Louise. Yeah. She's yeah, yeah. sworn to give me the cat suit, and I literally am like, I want that cat suit. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, Oh, I've got to dig it out of the garage. It's like, I'm not come round. It's fine. <laughs> I'll be yeah, I, yeah. I think lots of gay men had a crush on Louise. Yeah. I did. I think well, she, was, she was very... I wouldn't have um, seen her as a gay icon. But she was very friendly and accessible, you know but what I mean? But she's not guy Girl next door, but like buff girl next door. Yeah, she was very... And also yeah. she's Lewisham. I mean, I wouldn't fuck with her. <laughs> Lewisham? She's not Essex? No, she's like, she's proper Lewisham, South London. You're kidding. Yeah. If that comes out, she's like... People shouldn't get in my way. Can we can we finally just talk about the success of Homo sapiens? Because I don't feel like we've touched on yeah. that enough. Are you are you I know this is a bit of a, a boring question, but are you surprised by how well received it's been? So our podcast is um, we say it's Women's Hour for an LGBT audience. So Brilliant. it's current affairs from an LGBTQ yeah, plus perspective. Mm -hmm. because there isn't any. There isn't anything. And I, like, we both love Women's Hour and we listened mm. to it a lot. And they did their 70 year anniversary and they said that um, they have to account for the fact that 40% of their listeners are men. So when they think of topics to talk oh, about really? on Women's Hour, they actually have to cater for the men. I didn't realise that. I didn't realise that. And I think lots of people really like listening to Women's Hour that aren't women because it shows current affairs which everyone likes to absorb but because they focus on women it ends up being a single person one person's perspective it gives a personal perspective mm. on mm. Trump's America or what does Trump's America mean for women is then they end up talking to a specific mm -hmm. person and you hear their story so we kind of decided we do the same thing so wanted to talk to for example Owen Jones who's a big political commentator mm -hmm. but Let's talk to him about his life. What's his view of what it means to be an LGBT mm. political commentator today? And, you know, we talk about ideas a lot, Will and I, and we just sat down and recorded it about a week after we first had the idea. And we never, like, as you may hear from some of the recordings, they're quite lo-fi. <laughs> we didn't think anyone would listen. We just thought that we would make it and see what happened. Yeah. But what's happened is, it's happened really good. good. And it feels so natural and you two are brilliant together. But like, also, but is it, is it, is it, is it quite demanding with it being about current affairs that you feel like you need to, like, now that it's gone quite well, are you now having to be like, shit, we need to like set up the next series? Like how many are you doing per series or is it just like a pay as you go kind of thing or? Well, I think it could, it like, I was saying to you the other day, I think from rehearsals, 
I had to stop myself getting a bit overexcited, mm. being like, right now I need to do this, now to, now, mm. now, now we need to do this, mm. not I need to do this. And um, we have this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as this podcast is called Table Manners, can I ask if you have any terrible table manners that you think? I don't like people snogging at the table. We'll eat I agree with that Ooh. one. It's, it's disgusting. Like, it's really annoying. Should I tell you one? Uh, should I tell you a story about? I was on a. I'm not going to name names because I really would love to write a hit with him one day. Um, I was working with a very good producer in America, and um, I think he begrudgingly went out for dinner with me after with his girlfriend <laughs> and a friend and a friend of mine who's also a producer. And we went to this amazing fancy place in Los Angeles, and the um, what they called. Um, the wine men, no, what are they called? Sommelier. Sommelier, yeah. Um, sommelier comes over and is just like, would you like to try some wine? He was like, yep, yeah, great. Pours it for the girlfriend and the, pours it for all of us, but um, asks the producer to taste it. He, I kid you not, tastes it, spits it into his girlfriend's mouth <laughs> like a mother bird vomiting into their child, chick. And she swallowed it and they were like, it's great, we'll take it. I was just like, is this romance? That's really odd. I didn't know what to do. Oh, I kicked my friend under the table who was next to me and I was just, it felt, and they were having a lovely time. I think it was an early flirtation. Early flirtation? But it was that pretty, awful. Awful. it was disgusting. Good aiming. <laughs> yeah, okay. really good aiming. I mean, they sound like they got it down to pat. It was disgusting. Whoa. But yeah, anyway. So yeah, I'm totally with you on the kissing. Should we get dessert out? I had some pears, so I thought I'd make pear tart tartan, but I've never made it before. And I added some apples because it didn't look like it was enough there. Well, I think that pears are always a bit like, they need a little kick sharpness I've with the apples, so maybe it's going to work. I can't do puds, darling. If we've got a lot of cream to douse it and with, it's I okay. If I could do puds, you'd have been fatter. Yeah, true. <laughs> I love how she said fatter. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> she did used to, when I was sad, um, say, Darling, have a bit of cream on ice cream. That was always from not being sad. Really? Yeah. Cream, cream on, on ice cream. cream. I love cream. Cream on ice cream. Oh, it's not the best. Really cream on ice cream, cream is a very underrated thing. It's sensational. Yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving. I didn't think I ever would combine the two. But try it. Cream on ice cream. It's not going to go wrong, is it? Wow. This is good, Mum. How is it good? I don't know how. Those pears are delicious. It's a star anise. <laughs> Look at him. Riddle. It's a lot of sugar. And a butter. bit of pastry. And but is it butter? Mum, mm-hmm. it's good. It is really good. It may not be the prettiest picture, but it's good. Mm. Story <laughs> of my life. Guys, Chris, Will, thank you so much for coming round and basically being given food that you didn't ask for. Um, <laughs> hope but you enjoyed, we enjoyed it. Really nice. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure, and, and really I wish I could do a pod- we could do podcast with you every week. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lenny. Thank the you. food was delicious. Thank you so much, Jessie, for being the host. Oh, of please. I'm trying. I'm trying, Chrissy. Can Jessie you not just come back? Prince, yeah, you can. Of course. Jessie, you've got a cat. Yeah, it's called Prince. After. The legend. After Prince. Mm. Thank but you. honestly, thanks, and good luck with the Homo sapiens. But, and also, please, just do another video for me, please, Chris. <laughs> Mum, Will and Chris have just left. That was really nice. How are you feeling? 
I'm fine. I loved the, I loved seeing them. I loved Will and I loved Chris. And it was fun it seeing was them. Fun. I haven't seen Will since Chris's wedding. That tart to tan was really good, Mum. Thank you, darling. First time. We'll do it again. No, it was really good. Good. I feel like maybe you could go into Bake Off. Yeah, Will Young actually washed up with Vicar. <laughs> and I still thought I had a lot of lime skin. <laughs> Bless him, he was helping. No, but why he was, he was squirting the Vicar. He looked good. Yeah, it was fine. He looked clean. Yeah. Awesome. Very clean. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Table Manners. Um, Here's the awkward bit. If you have enjoyed this, then please subscribe. I believe rating is quite important to this. So um, please give us five stars. Um, I won't take anything less. So please, um, I hope you're enjoying this. Um, This is Table Manners and it's been a pleasure to chat to you. By the way, if you've been enjoying the music on the show, it was created by my good friends, Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.